Well, welcome, folks. David here at theroadswetravel.ca. Today we have with us our, our guest, uh, Michael. Morning, Michael. Good morning. Yeah, lovely morning out there. Oh, my goodness, it's cold, though. Yeah, it is cold. Hard to believe that spring is less than three weeks away. Well, just over three weeks. Well, I you guess, know, right? it's only going to get better. How fast our seasons go by? How fast our years <sighs> go by? And the older we get, the faster it seems to go. My uh, my oldest son, I have three kids, and uh, two of them are teenagers. One of them is still, st- he's in double digits, but not quite a teenager. And my oldest son is just turned 13, and he is five foot ten and a half. Whoa, basketball star. Yeah, he yeah. plays hockey. And, and I was just, I watched him yesterday, and a lump in my throat and a tear in my eye developed very quickly as I realized he's he's not a kid anymore. He's a young man. And it just, I want time to slow down. So you're right. Seasons are, wow. Yeah. He'll be driving the car pretty quick and dating <laughs> girls and <laughs> dad be getting in the way. Oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness. Oh, something more to pray about. Keep me on my knees. Well, another day and God <laughs> is great, isn't he? Mm. He's a, he's, I've got a hot cup of coffee in my hand. Of course, the Lord is great. Yeah. He's an amazing God. We're just so blessed. So blessed. I had a, a little bout of concern and some stuff happened to me with uh, a dental issue and I was so knocked for a loop for several weeks and uh, it was either, I think it was yesterday or, or just the day before, I, I finally felt myself getting normal and and during that time frame, I realized how much sickness and pain could can derail your your daily daily discovery of Christ. Even in the natural, when you're in pain and agony, all you can really see and focus on is that pain and that that sickness That's and that right. illness and just trying to get through. So even your daily, your linear relationships, right, your horizontal relationships mm. with each other can suffer, let alone your vertical relationship with Christ. And so I was, I was so thankful that the Lord had brought me through to the other side and, uh, you know, my discussions with Him ensued and and certainly happy that we're on the mend and on the other side. Well, that pain's an obstacle, isn't it? From <sighs> our daily duties with yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, the gift that nobody wants, right? Pain. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We were talking earlier about uh, moving forward and keeping that strong relationship with, with Jesus and uh, what is necessary to accomplish that. And one of the biggest things is really uh, forgiveness. I'll tell you what, it is always there, uh, forgiveness and and the lack of it yes. in our lives, especially toward others, mm-hmm. um, but even toward ourselves, how we don't look at ourselves the same way. And uh, you and I are extreme music, Christian music yes. uh, admirers. Thankfully, I've got satellite radio and I've got three main Christian radio stations. One's country, one's the Kirk Franklin, you know, kind of black gospel and, mm-hmm. and uh, choir music and, and genre. And then the other's more contemporary Christian music. And I just go between all three constantly. And I uh, I find such value in that music that constantly leads us. And I there's a song, I think it's Matthew Card. The, the song is called What Sin? And the, the gist of the song is a gentleman keeps coming back to the Lord asking his forgiveness for something that he had done. And the Lord finally says, what what sin? What are you talking about? It's not the Lord that doesn't want to forgive us. It's us that don't want to forgive us. And that translates into our relationship with others. We, We find it difficult to forgive. And when people have wronged us and slighted us, some things are deep. 
incredibly deep. You might have something in your past where you have been offended. Jesus even said, woe to you that is offended, right? It's impossible that offenses will not come. You know, things are going to happen in our lives that are going to hurt us. They're going to cause us to stop in our progress with Christ until we find a way to remove that obstacle. And the problem is we can't remove it. Only Christ can remove it. And in some cases, it'll never be removed. Some things God will take us from, and some things God will take us through. It will shape us, it will mold us, it will help us, and it will get to the place where we can minister to others. You know how impossible it is to minister to someone who's lost a loved one if you've never lost a loved one, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some things where we're incapable of caring for others until we have gone through it mm-hmm. ourselves. We're literally incapable. And I, I do believe that we don't have to touch fire to know that it's hot, but there's just some things in life Experience will be the only teacher. And as we continue to walk the road that God has prepared for us, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Forgiveness is, it is central to the Christian theme, completely central. We must be forgiven of our sin. And until we repent, as the word declares, right? Until we follow that plan of salvation that God declared on the birth of the church in Acts chapter 2, when Mm -hmm. Peter stood up and said, and they said, After listening to the message, the Bible says they were pricked in their hearts and said, what shall we do? And men everywhere are constantly asking, men and women, if you will, are constantly asking, what shall we do? And we want to be that beacon and tell people, hey, this is possible. It's not just a simple receive. It takes something on your part. Please forgive me. I uh, was listening to a testimony of a Christian country gospel singer, Gerald Crabb. And he was telling the story of how he wrote the song, Please Forgive Me. He didn't just say sorry. He, he was telling about this, about how he wrote the song. Interestingly enough, years ago when I pastored in St. Louis, Missouri, I had people that attended my church that knew him personally. They grew up in Kentucky and they had visited the car wash where he was. He said, was in, he said, I was in a car wash on a rainy day and nobody was coming to wash their car and I was so far from the Lord. When he wrote that song, please forgive me. I need your grace to make it through. Lord, all I have is you. I'm at your mercy. And they told me how they would meet him and they would talk to him. And, and it was an amazing story. And we really do need the forgiveness of the Father in our lives. And Jesus went to the cross for our sins. If we didn't need forgiveness, David, there wouldn't be a cross, but thank you, Jesus, for the sacrifice on the cross. And our sins can be forgiven. It just takes us coming to the cross and realizing we need the cross, we need forgiveness. And that unforgiveness can cause so much bitterness within a person. That bitterness turns to anger, turns to hate, and it it boils up inside them. Unforgiveness, unrepented sin, unresolved issues. When Jesus said, pray, this is how you can pray. Our Father, which art in heaven. Now, we do utter the Lord's Prayer, but the template of the Lord's Prayer is incredibly powerful. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and... Forgive our trespasses. Hallelujah. Daily. There's a daily 
cleansing of our soul. We are contaminated through the things that we come into contact with mm-hmm. on a daily basis. So we, we have to seek the Lord's forgiveness for the things that we have done, the things that we have thought, the choices that we have made that are not, I'm not saying that we're out there, you know, uh, committing, if you will, crimes, but our flesh, man, there's nothing good about it, right? I mean, we, <laughs> yeah. we, have to, we, we have to take up our cross and follow Him. And that means a constant self-evaluation uh, of where we're at. But there are times when, boy, something happens and we can't get over it. It really takes a piece of us. And the Lord has allowed that into our lives for us to take stock of where we're at and where we're going, where we're going to be, who He wants us to be. Uh, it's difficult. I know there's some things that, man, they're extremely difficult. And it's hard to get over, mm-hmm. very hard to get over. And sometimes it just takes God and time. But if we don't recognize it, and use the mirror of God's word to declare to where we're at and where we want to be, then it will be impossible for us to get over certain things. It must be brought to him daily. That recognizing it still exists and going to him to find out how we overcome that, that's very important. Contextually, we're going to bring things up, right? I mean, I'm going to talk to you about, about issues. Sometimes there's a, there's a catharsis, if you will. When I talk to my brother. And, and the Bible's clear, you know, confess your faults one to another. Find a trusted source. I'm, I'm struggling with this. I'm, I'm dealing with this. I, I don't know how I'm going to make it. We need our brother to walk with us, right? Someone says, walk this mile with me, go him with the second mile, right? Let's, let's go ahead and, and do what we can, you know, prefer our brother above ourselves one over another. But at the end of the day, we have to deal with this with Christ. And no sin can dwell in the presence of God. We don't want to jeopardize ever. It's not about a list. I I keep telling people that. And it's not a check mark you can make. This is about your soul and the honesty. And if you get close to Christ and close to the cross, then it's impossible for that stuff to be in your heart and be in your life and be in your mind unresolved. It's the bait that Satan wants us to take. You could be right. It mm-hmm. was wrong. And the worst of it is, David, when we hurt one another in, in the faith. Mm-hmm. That's the worst of it, right? When we we have a, this brother in Christ or this sister in Christ that has caused us pain. I, I have somebody who, who has espoused faith in Christ. They don't believe exactly like me. I understand that. We're, we're going to have, we're going to bring to the table different ideas, right? Yes. Um, but the central theme is Jesus, and let's build from there, okay? And and I know that there's there's going to be various doctrines and beliefs, but I I really do believe that we if we start from from Jesus and respect one another, not only will we find common ground, but we'll find that the word is clearer on issues and topics than what we previously allowed. Jesus wants to be are all in all. There's no doubt about it. And what he wants to give us, right? He led captivity captive, gave gifts unto men. The power of the word of God is so clear that there's there's revelation that we have closed our minds off to constantly that the word is is very clear on. Forgiveness is one of those concepts which which isn't so difficult. And the root of bitterness once it takes hold is very difficult because roots generally go deep. That's what makes a tree strong when the root goes deep and it can stand. And 
we don't, before a tree ever comes above ground, it grows below ground. And we know that. And so that's what, where the word declares that root of bitterness. We, we just don't want it to take hold in our lives. Well, it stops us in our tracks. It stops us in our journey. Absolutely. We'll never reach that place where God wants us to reach. I mean, we do have to address it. And lots of times we think that we've addressed it. And all of a sudden, two months later, the name of the person, you run into the person, all of a sudden, oops, now you got that feeling inside is still kind of haunting you. And uh, where do you go from there? Somehow we have to address that issue. Well, there's a couple different ways that the word is very clear on, right? Constantly through the Lord's Prayer, we are directed daily to seek not only our provision, right, but also His forgiveness. So we we have to start recognizing that we need this day, our daily provision, our daily bread from the Lord. Man doesn't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So we need Mm. that daily provision, that daily forgiveness, that daily cleansing. But secondly, the word declares, pray for those that despitefully use you. We have to pray for them. You know, we we have to do good to those, Mm -hmm. right? We have to seek those opportunities. So I've got people, I was mentioning the gentleman in my life, whom I think of a lot more often than I realize. I, I can't say he did me wrong in the traditional sense, like he didn't commit some great sin, but he he challenged me and he was very judgmental of something concerning scripture, extremely judgmental uh, in a way that caused me to stumble. And he came to my home, he pounded his fist on my table. It was a very challenging moment for my wife and I. Um, that caused us to to misstep, and he severed our relationship. He he walked away, and we we tried to find some reconciliation, but he wouldn't have any of it. And I thought, Lord, how did why did you allow that? Why did because that was it wasn't exactly extremely painful because it was a fairly new relationship. It had only evolved over a year, but one that we had put faith and time and energy into, where I had put personal personal um, energy into in trying to assist him and his young family, a man that was much younger than I am. I I felt the Lord saying, I I allowed this for two reasons, so that you knew who you were and where you were going and where I was leading you, but also to challenge you that not not everybody is going to be like you. And sometimes, Mm. sometimes you need thicker skin. And David, I will think about him and his wife and his family and my wife and I will talk, you know, because our kids were were friends as well, right? Yeah. And that relationship, it literally went all the way through. His kids were friends with my kids, and that's how the relationship started. And there was some question by our kids, you know, what happened there, Dad? How come I can't? And wow, it challenged me, and I had to go to the Word. And this is what I had to tell my kids. I had to tell them, we need to pray for them. It's difficult. Oh, oh, you pray for an enemy? Hello? right? The Bible says, and what are you doing? The Bible says, in doing so, you're heaping coals of fire upon their head. We want them to be changed, just like we're changed, right? We don't want them to do that. We never want a brother in Christ or a sister in Christ to ever walk in a way of thinking that says it's okay to offend, right? It's okay to, to belittle. It's okay to judge uh, in, in that extreme 
ideology. Mm-hmm. We never want people to do that. We want people to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Yes. That love, Show love, that joy, yeah. that patience, that self-control. We want That's what we want as Christians, right? As we've received Christ, so walk in Him. We want the same thing for, for ourselves that we expect for others and vice versa. And the Lord allowed that moment, that opportunity that building of a relationship, that investment to suddenly go bankrupt. He allowed that investment to just completely and utterly stop. And it was extremely difficult. So much so that we will still talk about it. And when my wife and I talk about it, we pray. Because it does signify to us that there's, there's still something there, right? We don't want these people to lose out with Christ, and we don't want to lose out with Christ. Yeah, and that sincere prayer is so important. You got to go to God then. Absolutely. You got to go and, and you got to say, How do I handle this? The word declares uh, not only do we seek his daily forgiveness, not only do we pray for those that have, you know, despitefully used us, that's the word, that's the old King James English used, but also, you know, where we go to our, our brother and we seek that alignment helped me to, you know, this is troubling to me. And then at the end, it's God in time. It's God in time. But as we, as we get closer to the cross, as we get closer to Christ, it's impossible for unforgiveness or lack of forgiveness in our life to continue. Yeah. Because, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. And one of the neat turn of phrases that I'd like to leave us with on this note is the, the word says in various places when, when the Lord's Prayer is given, forgive us our sins as we forgive our brothers Amen. or our debtors. So as in that turn of phrase as, forgive us as I've forgiven him, that it's a turn of phrase that suggests you, I want you to forgive me, Lord, like I have forgiven this person or that individual. And I'm thinking, when you think about it in that regard, you think, well, if I ask the Lord to forgive me like I've forgiven him, then I'm not forgiven because I haven't forgiven. And I I said to a gentleman a very long time ago, well over 20 years ago, I said, sir, if you, and I mentioned this to you, I said, if you want forgiveness in your life, you have to be prepared to give it. Amen. I, I do not want the Lord to account for my sins. I I don't want him to forgive me like I've forgiven others. I want to forgive others like the Lord has forgiven me. I want to turn that back and make sure that I absolve everyone and forgive everyone. And I don't just say sorry. I say, please forgive me. And and I'll tell you what, there's a freedom in forgiveness. Yeah, oh, David, yeah. there's such a freedom in forgiveness. I hear you. When we forgive those that have hurt us and 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 it releases me and that hook in my mouth that the that the enemy of our soul tried to use simply falls out without the barb because I've I've released it. Oh, there's a forgiveness. Amen. There's there's a releasing when I have forgiven others. I am no longer weighted. I am no longer burdened. It's not my issue. I have not only have I forgiven, but I've been forgiven and I walk in newness of Christ. Amen. Good topic. It's like I said, it's probably one of the biggest uh factors in our journeys, the biggest uh topic. We've only skimmed forward. the surface. Yeah. Anyways, you would like to end with a prayer today? I'd love to, love yeah. to. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the beauty of your word and the wonder of your spirit. And we thank you, Lord, that you have given so 
very much to us. And to whom you've given much, you have required much. You've given of yourself, Lord, freely, freely on the cross. And so we are such wonderful partakers of this wonderful glory. I thank you, Father, for the redemption that comes through your forgiveness. Oh, the blood of Jesus, a songwriter wrote, that washes white as snow. I pray for those that are listening today that they would seek your ultimate forgiveness, repent. I pray, God, that they would turn away from their sin. And like the writer wrote, that we would lay aside in Hebrews every, every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. I pray, God, that you would cleanse those hearts and that you would help them to find that elusive forgiveness that is really just as close as the mention of your name. I pray, God, that you would help us to resolve these issues today. Don't let another day go by, but that we would seek your throne of grace and mercy that your word declares we can obtain in time of need. I pray this for everyone listening. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen, amen. Thanks, folks, for listening, and may this uh, podcast be a blessing on you today and have a great impact.